So hello listeners and welcome back to our new series. Um well, what was the name? <laughs> Being present. Yes. But I think let's just have a quick recap of our series song, yeah, what we heard on in on our trailer, Being Present trailer. Let's have a quick recap. We haven't heard that song for a long time, right? So, here's the song as a quick recap and let's just keep this in mind as we go ahead, okay? Here we go. The time to be happy is now And the place to be happy is here And the way to be happy is to make someone happy And have a little heaven right here So, okay, so we have heard the song And now let's go into our episode for today, yeah? So today's story is uh, again a story from Akbar Birbal books, yeah, and uh, a story which clearly shows you how you should, you know, not get perturbed by the situation. Problems do come for everyone, and here one one person, a character, faces a problem and he goes to Birbal for a solution. And Birbal, without being perturbed, without getting agitated, and how can someone be so stupid and putting up a question like this and causing a problem? He very calmly deals with the situation. Yeah, so that's the lesson which we will get from the story. And I guess with that brief, let us go ahead into the story for the day. Okay, so here we go. The scribe's dream. Before we go ahead with the story. Let us understand what a scribe is. So this is during the days you need to imagine the days when printers were not available. So a scribe was a person who used to copy documents, like how we go now to a printer and get that get you know documents Xerox as a copy. A scribe was someone who used to write down the document information, text, and make a copy of the document. Okay, such a person is known as a scribe. There was once a poor scribe in the city of Agra. He copied other people's writings and books and earned barely enough to support his family. But no matter how difficult it was, he and his wife always managed to feed themselves and their children. The scribe was proud of the fact that he had never borrowed a single copper coin. We must never fall into the hands of the money lender. He often told his wife, "For if we do, we will surely be ruined." The scribe worried so much about his lack of money and his fear of borrowing that his worries often found a place even in his dreams. One night, he dreamt that he had borrowed 100 gold coins from the money lender. He woke up in terror thinking 100 gold coins where or oh where will I ever find such wealth Still trembling from his nightmare he woke his wife and told her all about it They talked quietly for a while and soon the scribe began to feel better He was able to lie down again and was soon asleep once more The next day as the scribe's wife drew water from the well At the end of the street on which they lived, she told her friends of her husband's dream. "Imagine!" she exclaimed. "He dreamed that we had borrowed not one or two, but one hundred gold coins from the money lender." 
Her friends laughed with her. A few of them thought it was a very good story and repeated it to their husbands when they got home. The story spread and a few days later it reached the money lender's ears. He laughed when he heard it, but his eyes began to glitter greedily. That evening, he put on his turban and picking up his walking stick, strolled over to the scribe's small house. <laughs> I have come to remind you of the money you owe me. He announced to the nervous and worried scribe. Money? I owe you? Squeaked the scribe in a panic. Yes, boy. One hundred gold coins. Surely you cannot have forgotten. Answered the money lender firmly. One hundred gold coins. Grasped the scribe in a failing voice, tottering to the nearest chair. The scribe's wife, who had been listening from an inner room, came hurrying out. But it was only a dream. You cannot ask us to return money that has only been borrowed in a dream. She cried. Money is money. And money borrowed must be returned. You will have to start tomorrow. I am a kind man, a good-hearted man, and so I shall not demand it all back at once. One gold coin a month will do, and then there will be the interest about that as well," said the money lender unmoved. And with these words, he stood up and left. The scribe began to moan softly. His wife sat down suddenly, her knees giving away beneath her. They sat in silent despair. Suddenly, from the depths of her misery, the wife had an idea. "Husband," she said, sitting up straight, "we must beg Raja Birbal to help us. Only he can save us from utter ruin." At this, the scribe sat up. Strength and energy seemed to flow into his limbs. I shall go to his house at once. If anyone can save us, it is he," said the scribe. Birbal listened to the poor scribe's tale of woe. Then he brought out a bag of gold coins and emptied them onto the table. He counted out a hundred and put the rest away. Then he placed a large mirror in front of the coins. Huzur, huzur. The scribe said in a distressed voice, "I did not come here to beg or to ask you to pay the money lender. Surely there is another way." Mm-hmm. "There is another," Birbal answered with a smile. "Compose yourself and go and call the money lender to my haveli. Tell him his debt is about to be paid." Full of doubts, the scribe hurried to the money lender's house with Birbal's message. The moneylender smiled when he heard and got up at once to accompany him. When they arrived at Birbal's house and were shown in, the moneylender spotted the pile of gold coins on the table. He smiled and smiled, unable to take his eyes off them. The mirror behind the coins made the pile look larger and more glittering. So, the scribe borrowed a hundred gold coins from you in his dream, 
did he? That is so, replied the money lender, never taking his eyes off the coins on the table. Well, said Birbal, you may take all the coins in the mirror. The real coins belong to me, but all those in the reflection are yours in return for the dream loan. <laughs> the money lender knew he had met his match. Without a word, he turned and left the house. Never again did he try to bully the scribe or anyone else in the city of Agra. And so, listeners, with that, we wrap up today's episode. Yeah. So we saw how Birbal very coolly, very calmly handled the situation. Yes. Well, he did give a proper match to the ridiculous demand of the uh, merchant, the money lender. Yeah. Well, something that has happened in the dream has to be returned in a similar way, correct? So, yes, the lesson here is that even if you face situations which can disturb you, trouble you at times, take a moment, sit back and think calmly. It's sure that you will find a proper solution to that situation. And yes, just, just give it a thought. Don't, don't get agitated and react to the situation immediately. Take some time, compose yourself and then make a proper decision. Yes. Okay, so with that, um, I'll see you soon next week. And if you have any comments, do share it at my Twitter handle, at the rate Roshni SK. You can also drop your comments at the email ID is issue underscore katha at the rate outlook.com. And uh, I will see you soon next week with a new episode in the series. Until then, stay safe, take care and have a wonderful week ahead. See you soon, listeners. Bye-bye.